You know it's something. You know it's serious when you go outside to walk your dogs, just minding your own business, and your neighbor's right there next door, and she yells out, you ain't done with that book yet, Desiree? <sighs> just grab the leash and just bring, drag your dogs back into the house. Like, damn. Get back to the computer and just start over again. Writing for the culture, writing for the soul, writing session. Oh, for writers only. No, God, no. Um, That's definitely not original. I don't really know what I'm going to call this, but for now, let's just jump right into it and see where it goes. Episode two, test readers. I'm an indie author of over 20 books, and my latest project is this supernatural clusterfuck of a hot mess called Charm. If you hear a lot of like random pings and dings and footsteps and whatnot, I'm in the middle of putting on a pot of rice, and I'm going from upstairs to downstairs because for some reason, my creativity with this, or creatively, during this book, Charm, I'm not as fluid as I usually am from switching from one place to another or one writing space to another writing space. Like this time, it's kind of just like pick a space, pick a place in the house, pick a place somewhere and stick to it until that burns out. So right now, <clears throat> right now, my desk has been like my savior. So if there are any writers out here listening, answer me this. Or humor me this, humor me that, humor me, what's the saying? I don't know. Have you guys like ever started a book and then you're in the middle of this book and then you just get this idea within that book. So you're still dealing with those same characters, but all of a sudden you just kind of want to go left with the story. When instead of separating the two ideas and creating another book or another series or another, I don't know. Giving birth to a whole new child is kind of like giving birth within the birth. I don't know. Instead of that, you're merging the two ideas with your current project, and it just opens up this whole other world of new characters, new stories. And now all of a sudden, you've gone away from what the original idea was supposed to be into this, I don't know, it's... That's currently where I'm at right now. I see, I feel like with Charm, I'm in the, I really want to kind of dive in to different factions and different houses of magic and just the, explore the different um, realms of spirituality and religion and beliefs and gods and goddesses. And if you hear some weird random licking in the background, that's my dog. Hey, Maggie, you got to chill. She's licking herself and it's pretty loud and I have yet to figure out how to edit this thing. Anyway, but that snapped her right out. But yeah, I, it's just an idea being born within your current idea that you're trying to make come to like trying to bring to life. And it's so, it's so distracting, so distracting, but I, I feel like I know I'm not the only one that's done, that's done it, but this shit, I just know I'm ready to write another book not with this particular series but I can tell this idea I'm trying to bring to life in a series that's already you know established has the, the foundation is already laid I'm already trying to incorporate you know a new story a new idea a brand new just everything 
within this story. I, it's kind of lazy. I feel like it's kind of lazy instead of just writing your own, writing the, the book separate, you just want to bring it into this one. But I feel like that's the reason why all my books kind of connect. Instead of just writing separate ideas, separate books, they all connect. Like The Sims. But yeah, but my writing process, maybe I should go back and explain that. I don't outline. I don't, um, I've tried, I've tried, I don't even, I don't even, I try to have brains, I try to have moments where I write down ideas. I just got into the habit of writing down an idea all before I kind of just, you know, I'm like, oh, if I think about it long enough, it'll, that means I need to write it. But if I forget it, that means it's not really worth my time. But I don't outline. I've tried. I've tried. I've I've read every book you can think of about outlining. I've watched YouTube videos. I'm right now. I'm currently using note cards. I'm trying. I just don't know how authors, how do writers outline an entire story before writing that story? How do you know what's going to happen before you write it? That's my question. How do you know what's going to happen with your character? How do you even know your character's names? Unless without, without writing the story itself, without them, you know, telling you what's happening. That's kind of, that's where I'm at right now. I have years of doing this and I have, I've just been winging it this whole time, but I don't want to do that because I don't think it's efficient at this point. Not all the ideas that I want to come up, that I want to write. It's just not efficient. Oh, he has a skateboard. That's the first time I've seen someone um, with a skateboard in this neighborhood. And that was completely random, but yeah. Another thing I've kind of realized after my last writing session, I'm kind I kind of feel like I'm being weighed down by this story. Just and I think the re, going back to wanting to give birth to a whole new idea within this story, I feel like I'm just it's like I'm overeating. Like I'm I'm trying to feed a child way too much and I'm not even letting this kid breathe. I'm not like he's just going to be shitting all over the place at this point. So I'm trying to cut back on the food that I'm feeding this baby. And I decided to, why am I talking about a baby? But whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. I decided to use test readers. Um, and I don't care. I don't typically like to use test readers. But this is not my genre. This isn't my genre. This isn't my uh, normal. This isn't the normal thing that I write. I don't really know too much about magic and witches and shifters I mean True Blood was pretty much my foundation it's pretty awesome it's a pretty awesome show and it set the kind of sets the rule or the the it sets the stage it sets the tone for what I think supernatural should be like I know everyone says Twilight but Twilight's not really it's like for kids it's like for, it's like vampires for for teenagers it, I, I didn't care for it True, True Blood was more adult for me um and it made more sense more realistic but I used test readers just a couple of days ago. Um, and so funny, I, I gave them, I probably picked around four or five test readers for charm. And I gave them the middle of the story. And I said, hey, I know this is in the middle of the, the story right now, but I'm just normally when I when I do this, I'm like, OK, just let's just talk about it. I don't need, I don't want anyone to tell me how to write. I don't want anybody to tell me what they don't like. Cause I'm still hella sensitive about my shit, but let's just talk about it. And I can kind of gauge from there. And soon as I uploaded, I think I had them in the group 
everyone's kind of like, okay, deal, deal, deal. They can see the link. They can see the story. Boom. I think they get, they start reading. Some of them are like, I'm going to wait till I get off work. Whatever the case is. I probably went downstairs to do something. I don't even think I was down there that long. And then it just, I feel like something just hit me and I realized what was wrong with the story. And all, it's like all of a sudden, all these ideas just come out of nowhere. Oh no, you got to take that scene out. No, delete this scene and rewrite it this way. Not Ryan discovering, not Michael discovering she's an angel. Um, don't let her, don't let him discover that, discover it that way. She rewrite it another way. Maybe they're at a diner or something. Maybe someone calls her by her real name and she has no idea. Michael has no idea. Why is he cheating on her? Don't do that. Cause that's just an extra storyline. They're great as they are now because they are not the main, just because I like them. I know just because I like the character, I'll probably put more attention to them give more attention, especially if it's a side character. And I love Ryan and Michael for those that read the story, for those that's not reading and you just happen to be listening to this, Ryan and Michael are the shit, very underrated couple. And she's an angel, by the way, she doesn't know it though, but she's an angel. But the way I had it set up, I like, I just knew I was like, okay, this is a storyline that does not, it's not needed. It's not, it's needed. But it's not um not the way I wrote it. So as soon as I uploaded, I went downstairs and I think I'm just replaying the story in my head. The, the, not even replaying it. The story's constantly in my head. It's just depend. It, it just it just depends on how loud it is or how you know if it's in the background or if it's in the forefront, whatever. But it's constantly in my head. And that in that particular moment when I was downstairs, I thought about it and I said, oh. Oh shit. And I already up, I already knew what needed to be changed. So I go back, I get my laptop and I'm telling them, I'm like, you know what? I don't even need you guys to read it because I already know what I need to change. Sometimes it's just something that small that has to change. Um, and it, it, and I rewrote the chapter, rewrote it. I cut a lot of things out. And by cutting that out, I was able to see something else that was kind of, I guess, fattening or just too much overstuffing, oversharing, over details, just stuff that didn't need to be in the book. Not yet. But the problem is, cause I know funny thing. I know how this book is going to end. I can't, I say I can't outline, but I know how this book is going to end or I know how I want it to end. But, um, yeah, I kind of messed up on that. I messed up on that. So I just ended up letting them read it. But at that point, it, their feedback, I, I, it kind of went in one ear and out the other. Cause I knew what the problem was. And I'm like, damn, but sometimes I guess it just, sometimes it's just something, I guess it takes knowing you have an audience reading your stuff to know, Hey, you, you may want to change this shit. Cause now you have somebody reading it. It's different when you publish it versus when you have someone reading and, it, and it's not ready for the public yet. You're all insecurities come up. Like, I mean, just, Every insecurity you may have with your writing, it comes up the moment you have test readers and you're just waiting for that feedback. You're waiting to see what they say. And um, any writers that's listening to this and you want test readers, look for the readers that are not friends with authors. Don't even let the readers that are friends with you. A lot of times you have to find the ones that have nothing to do with the industry. Um, that's for me, at least. That's for me. Readers that have nothing to do with the industry or readers... Um, that really just enjoy 
reading. And that's hard to say because they all enjoy reading, but there are some that are just, that are really just there for the story. They're not really there for everything else that goes on. Those are your test readers. And then when you get the test readers, don't ask them what they like and don't like, just let them talk about the story and you will figure out from there what needs to be taken out, what needs to go, blah, 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 blah. What needs to change? Who do they focus on the most? Who do they focus on the least? Womp, womp, womp. And if they act like, oh, I can't, but I can't even believe uh, Howard um, switched up and got, you know, da, 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 you know, you'll, and then you kind of realize, okay, maybe there's lack of detail there. Yeah. So test readers are dope in that aspect. Some, you know, when you ask, when you kind of look for feedback like that, but yeah, I, I hate that I did it. Cause now I'm like, oh, I just gave like four or five readers like a free read, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. This shit would have been on the blog regardless anyway. And it ended up being on the blog anyway. So yeah, as always, well, I'm saying as always, like I've been recording, but this is legit just the second recording, but as always, I'm going to ask myself a few questions at the end of every recording um, just to see where I'm at mentally. And just, you know, just to, it's like, I feel like I'm making history right now. I mean, not history with the world, but history with myself. Like these tapes are going to be here long after I'm gone. But um, yeah. So question number one, what's bringing me to write today? Honestly, it's too cold outside. Well, it's not too cold outside, but what's bringing me to write today, I want to say I, I kind of wanted to actually paint today, but I was like, I was either painting or writing, just something to clear my mind. And I didn't want to paint because it's a little too cold for me. So I'm going to write today. Nothing more. Which character or storyline is speaking to me? Or which one are you starting with when you do start your writing? I want to say, actually, let me look. You might hear some clicking because I'm actually staring at the computer right now. Oh, okay. I'm actually going to finish up a Percy chapter. Percy, that was another thing I took out um, that I realized before the test readers could finish. I realized what the problem was. I think Percy and Jasmine went to South Carolina too soon. So when you readers, for those that read ATL diaries or see the deleted scenes, there will be a chapter in there where they went to South Carolina and Hilton Head. For those that are familiar with Hilton Head, the resorts, the beach houses, all that stuff, you know. So they went there and I just, it was such a beautiful, beautiful dialogue. And then I, I hit a roadblock again. And I'm like, man, this story is way too dope to have all these roadblocks. What's the freaking problem? Like, what's the problem? And then I realized they went to South Carolina a day or so too soon. Way too soon way, way too soon. So that's what I'm going to, I, I have to finish that chapter. And I took, I think I deleted them going to South Carolina. So right now they're still in Atlanta and they're going to stay. All right. Question. The next question, describe my writing space. It's the same, the desk, the pens, the markers, the note card. I got a bunch of note cards now. Um, a brush, headphones, a coffee mug that says do not disturb. And there's nothing in it. I don't think I've used that coffee mug in a while. Um, yeah. And my dog, she's sleeping. I don't think she's not even sleeping. She just breathes really hard and it sounds like she's snoring, but her eyes are probably open. I just can't see snacks. I'm actually putting on a pot of rice and I made some 
Tuscan white bean stew. Don't that sound fancy? But it's really easy to make, really easy to make, and I love it. Uh, music or not, no music. I don't do the music, but I probably will have a YouTube video running in the background of a study session or um, maybe like some kind of like white noise. I'd like to listen to sound, but not, there's my dog growling, but there's some, my neighbor's checking his mail. So if you hear my dog growling, that's who she's growling at. So I might have a study session on, and those videos is just someone recording themselves studying in the library at their house, and you may hear the pages flip or hear them typing, and I'll have that playing in the background as I write. Oddly enough, it works for me. What's the writing goal for this writing session? Um, I want to get to the mermaids, and that will make sense as the book when the book comes out. I want to get to the mermaids like by Tuesday. It's a birthday party I'm supposed to attend to for these mermaids. I'm trying to get there by Tuesday. Like, what's up? And that's my last question. I'm about to go fix this food. Sprinkle of good vibes. I'll see you writers for the next writing session. Over and out.